everyone. This is Sean, and uh, this is the 21 Days of Prayer podcast. Let's get it going. Here we go. Hey, welcome everyone. Day two, 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting. And uh, my name is Sean. And uh, throughout these 21 days, sometimes I'm going to have guests. Um, I try to get guests, uh, pastors from around the city I live in, and then a couple from out of town as well, just to talk about their experience with prayer and fasting. But today, I want to talk to you about my experience with prayer and fasting. It's day two. I'm into this. Um, I'm doing a food fast. I'm doing a sunup to sundown fast, which is, um, yeah, day two. Here we go. Um, (laughs) It could be hard, but like there's, there's several reasons why we fast in scripture and, um, you know, you're going to hear, uh, you heard from pastor Eli yesterday. You're going to hear from Bob Willis on day three. Um, but one of the, the things that, uh, the Bible talks about, right. Is that you are to put to death the flesh. Uh, the, the Bible uses this word flesh. It's a Greek word, sarks. And the literal translation is flesh, but really the meaning behind sarks is your sinful nature. Our flesh or our sinful nature wants to do whatever it can to please it, right? That's why we just want to eat ding-dongs and unhealthy food, or we want to stay up as late as we can, or we want to push our body to the limits work-wise, or on and on and on. Our flesh wants to do what it wants to do. We have urges and desires but the spirit and God's word sometimes move us in a different direction, right? So when you become a believer, the Bible talks about we are to put to death the flesh. And um, multiple times in Romans and Galatians, um, throughout the New Testament, it talks about we are to put on Christ Jesus. So if you think about when Lazarus came out of the tomb in John 11, Lazarus is, um, you know, in grave clothes, right? That's, that, that's, that's a great analogy for the flesh. Your grave clothes stink. They're what you wore when you were dead. They're um, not for you now that you are alive. Um, in the ancient world, it would have been a loincloth and you would have been wrapped in linens, right? So you take off your grave clothes, you put off your flesh, you put off the old you, and you put on Christ, right? So fasting, one of the reasons we fast as Christians is fasting helps you train your flesh. It teaches you to put to death the flesh and take on the spirit because Jesus said the flesh is weak, right? And the spirit is willing. The spirit is willing and the flesh is weak. So, oh, oh, thank you, Jim Carrey. Let's hit that drop again. (laughs) shall set you free yes so anyhow that that that's kind of one of the reasons we flesh or we flesh we fast because then we can learn to um we it helps us learn to control the the flesh and when i feel hungry instead of going to food i go to god in prayer and it's i'm putting on christ I'm training the spirit. I'm training the flesh. It's this, it's part of our discipleship is prayer and fasting. And we've kind of written it off as Protestants in the 21st century. And 
part of the reason why is we're, I, I think we're addicted to comfort, right? That's just kind of the like, the the thing we um, we love is comfort. And when we are feeling uncomfortable, or we don't like something, uh, we get on our phone and we swipe, we buy, we go and we eat, we you know we you, know, you do whatever that thing is to make you feel better when you're uncomfortable. And ultimately what we're trying to do in 21 days of prayer and fasting is kind of break that cycle in our lives because we did that all through the holidays, right? You may have done it all year and really hopefully you're developing a habit of prayer in your life, a habit of um, of fasting um, where you're praying daily. I don't encourage you to fast daily, but you fast in certain seasons of your life to help train the flesh, to help really um, focus on something. For me right now, um, in my prayer, when I'm fasting, I'm focusing on my children. I'm contending with the Lord for my children that they would have the Lord's best in their life, that they would grab hold of God's best for their life, that they um, would grab hold of the life of Jesus. And when I say grab hold of God's best for their life, I'm not talking about that they'll just be ha- happy and healthy um, and wealthy. It, it's more that the desire of their heart is to do God's will in their life. That the Bible says that if you delight yourself in the Lord, um, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Well, if you're delighting yourself in the Lord, your heart changes. So so really I'm praying for that, that, that God during this time would even um, give them a greater heart for him. And in the process, I know what's happening. I'm getting a greater heart for him. So this morning, I want to encourage you in your fast. If you broke it or you already have blown it on day two, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Contrary to what other people say, the Bible is very clear. There's no condemnation. Just get up. Though a righteous person falls seven times, he gets up. Just get up. Enter into that fast again. That's part of what training is. If I was training you physically and you couldn't do something, I would say, that's okay, get up, let's try it again, right? So that's what I want to encourage you to do during these 21 days. Don't give up if you break if you break your fast. Just do it again. I'll give you a little story. Uh, a couple years ago, I fasted uh, social media, and it had become kind of a nasty habit in my life. Like, I always went to it. I was always on it when I was bored, when I was uncomfortable, when I was in a meeting, I'd check it. I, it was just a just became a weird habit in my life. And I remember like I, it was on day one, I looked at social media, not thinking because it was a habit. I just went to it and I was like, ah, oh, I broke it. Ah, oh, I might as well not do it. Right. And then I, but I remembered these things. So I started again on day two. I broke it again on day two. I broke it day one, day two and day four. But I'll tell you what happened after that third time for me. Like it really became a resolve in my heart and uh, God did something and he broke that habit in my heart. And uh, ever since then, I still have social media. I post on it. I do that. But I usually don't look at it um, during the day. I don't look at it until I get home from uh, work usually. That's that's typically how my habit works unless I need to post something for work or something like that. But I don't scroll and look and do things like that typically anymore and 
that 21 days of prayer and fasting, God used that to break that off. And um, really, it's made me a more productive person. One other thing, and then I'm going to lead us in prayer. I'm going to give you a time to kind of meditate and pray. I also, um, you know, I started catching as I was reading through the scriptures over the years, because I've been doing the 21 days for six years now. I started catching like, you know, I have a daily quiet time in the morning. I pray, I read the scriptures, I do, I do all that. I started noticing all the Christians in the Bible, they were praying at, they had set times at multiple times in the day. If you read the book of Acts, Peter's going to the temple in the afternoon to pray. And um, the text indicates that that was kind of what he did, that he had a time at three o'clock when he prayed, right? He had a morning one. Um Christians for centuries have set up schedules in their life of prayer, and it doesn't need to be for hours. It could be for a moment. I have a friend. They, they're part of a ministry called the 121 Army. And at 121 every day, they, they pray. And if they're in a meeting, they say, excuse me, I'll be right back. They leave the room. They go pray for a couple minutes, and they, they come back in. Uh, many of them don't schedule anything from, you know, 120 to 125. If they have a meeting, they want it to end at 120 because at 121, they pray, right? Setting these habits, some people will say, oh, it's legalistic. Well, it can be. You can make it that way if you're a legalistic person. But I've also learned that human beings thrive in routine. Even spontaneous people like me, a routine is very healthy for me. And I can be spontaneous at other times, but having that routine grounds me. So I would encourage you, develop those things. Use the 21 days as a tool to develop those things. I've had great victory in my life from doing it, not just once, but just doing it every year over and over. So here's what we're going to do. Today, I'm going to put on um, just a little little, keypad that I have. I'm going to hit the keyboard. Let's see if we got it. Somewhere in here. Hey, there it is. All right. So that that's it. And I want you to do this. I want you um, to take a few moments and clear your mind. You know, our mind has uh, sh- like shallow things we think of all the time. Like, gosh, I'm hungry or I want this or I need this or why is my footage? You know, things like that. But then we kind of had that mid-level thoughts. And those are actually the things that interrupt our prayer too. Like, well, what have I got to do today in 20 minutes? I got to go do this. I got to do that. Uh, You know, where are my kids going to go to college? What am I, you know, when am I going to lose that 20 pounds? Whatever it is. It's kind of that that mid-level depth of your life. But where, and God's concerned about those things. But where I want you to meet God today is at that deeper level, in the quietness of your heart. Because he's there waiting to meet with you. So I want you to spend some time doing that. And then I'm going to walk us through the Lord's Prayer. And then I'm going to let the pad play a little bit. And um, it'll be about a 15-minute podcast. So we got about four minutes of this. So we're going to start right now. So take that moment and just be still with God. And I'm going to come in with the Lord's Prayer in a little bit.
And Jesus said, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. I want you to spend a moment just praising God for any attribute you can think of. Lord God, you are holy. Lord God, you are righteous. Your name is to be revered. Go ahead, you think of some. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And in this moment, I just want you to dedicate your life to God's will today, that you want to do his will and surrender your will to him. Give us this day our daily bread. Are there some things you need right now in your life? Maybe there's someone in your life with a sickness. Some family turmoil. Give that to God right now. He knows them already. But just surrender those things to him. Take a moment. And forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. Ask the Lord right now um, to reveal any sin that you need to confess. And confess that. The Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. That's the promise of God. If you just confess your sins, you are forgiven. And then it says, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Is there anyone right now that you're holding a grudge against or you just need to release to God right now and forgive? last verse in Matthew 6 13 and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one Father I pray for everyone listening right now Um, Lord we live in a world uh, that the enemy has 
wreaked havoc on. He's wreaking havoc on upon our world, Lord. And we ask that you would keep us from temptation. Um, Father, that you would help us to, as we fast and we pray that we train our flesh, Lord, and deliver us from the evil one, Lord. I thank you for the blood of Jesus, that that has done that, that he has no reign over us. And Father, I just pray a prayer of protection over everyone listening, Lord, um, that we would put on the armor of God. We'd put on your armor, Lord, but I pray a blessing upon them, Lord, as they draw near to you. And I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, guys, I'm going to let this roll for a few minutes if you want, but the podcast is done. But if you want to sit in this, uh, go right ahead.